Welcome to the show. We are tuned in for real-life stories with real-life people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher trainer and coach trainer for the Heal Your Life Certification Program and best-selling author of Do That and Then Some Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment, so let's get started. amazing listeners and welcome back to another podcast episode. I am so glad that you have joined us today. You are going to be glad you did as well because I have with me Heal Your Life teacher and coach Donna Duick and she has an amazing story of how she has overcome a diagnosis of MS and to me that is just like mind-boggling and I cannot wait to share more of this story with you and to hear more from Donna. So Donna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> and before we go any further, I just want to let people know how they can contact you. Your email is duick, so D-U-E-C-K dot Donna at gmail.com. So that's D-U-E-C-K dot Donna at gmail.com. I'll put it in the show notes too, so you guys can always find her there. And on your Facebook page, which is Harmonized Soul. So soul is spelled S-O-U-L, Harmonized Soul. All right. Well, let's get right into this. You know, you're such a positive person and you have used this to overcome challenges in your life. How did you first get introduced to positive thinking? It was kind of bizarre. I was um, first, I started with another consulting business I was with and they said for sales, you needed to have a positive attitude. So I did start with that and found that it was great, worked well for me. Then I took a course on in feng shui and they wanted us to use intentions or affirmations. And I was thinking, well, what is that? Not connecting the positive thinking. And I found Louise Hayes CD on um, you can do it. And I listened to that faithfully and it was excellent start and motivation for me to keep going with it, sign up for newsletters, et cetera so that I could become a teacher as well with Heal Your Life and the training. So it was all around a, a very positive move, all because I was doing some research. And I've always found that um, Hay House Publishing has great authors, and they've just inspired me. So my first Hay House author had actually been Dr. Um, Wayne Dyer, and then Doreen Virtue with her cards, because I love to do the, the cards and check out how my day is going to go. Oh, wonderful. You know, I am a huge fan of Dr. Wayne Dyer as well. I always have at least one of his books on my desk. <laughs> and, uh, and I've over the years really enjoyed Doreen Virtue as well. And I completely agree with you that the Hay House Publishing has really been a lifeline, um, a place where I know that I can always go and just find what I need and not have to sift through and wonder if it's relevant. So I'm going to do a little plug here for Hay House since you brought it up. Uh, for the listeners, uh, check out hayhouse.com. Also, they have a wonderful app right now called Hay House Unlimited, where you just really have unlimited resources for a monthly fee. I think it's somewhere around, it's between five and $10, depending on where you live per month. 
So that is an amazing thing to check out. So thank you for triggering that memory in me. Let's go back to the feng shui because this is kind of interesting to me. Now, did you find that using the positive thinking combined with the feng shui was effective? Yes. The whole purpose, I know feng shui sometimes is thought of as sort of a an out there crazy idea, but it actually is very logical, very safety orientated. And when you apply it with intentions and affirmations, your goals are met that much faster. Somewhat like the mirror work with Louise Hay, your affirmations by looking in a mirror are more effective and work faster and easier for you. With feng shui, if you add the affirmations and place little notices by your wealth areas, your career areas, those things will come to fruition faster for you. And so what you're saying is to be layering the techniques for greater effectiveness. Exactly, yes. Ah, wonderful. I bet we could talk for days just about the feng shui part as well. So uh, people do contact Donna if you have any questions around that or want more guidance. And of course, with the Heal Your Life work as a Heal Your Life teacher and coach. So let's move right into that. How you, before you even become certified as a Heal Your Life teacher, how you used affirmations and some of the different techniques in the book, You Can Heal Your Life, to heal your life. I'd love to hear more about that. All right. So I was doing very well with a weight loss program I was on, and everyone was very impressed with the amount of weight I'd lost. And then suddenly I developed this bizarre walking issue, and I couldn't lift my one foot properly. So I was dragging my toes, and it's referred to as drop foot, which is a a symptom of MS. And they said that must be what it was, but they would... they sent me to a neurologist. He did a series of tests. There were um, color testings, et cetera, with computers. There was a MRI test that I had to go through. So it was a, an ongoing pile of tests. The diagnosis was confirmed that, yes, I definitely had MS. I just did not see that that was a route I wanted to go with. So using a walker or a cane were just not things I was could picture myself with. I couldn't see using a wheelchair. So I decided that the exercise that I was doing with my weight loss plan was going to be the answer. And I just needed to exercise so I could retrain my foot to work properly again. So I truly believed that I would and had the affirmation that exercise was going to cure me and I would no longer have MS. So over a Several, um, a year and a half or so, I had to continually go to the neurologist for regular visits. And my last episode was March of 2006. And the doctor had said, if I didn't have another one in a year, he saw no reason to continue seeing me and that I was no longer required to see him unless something changed. And I said, oh, I wouldn't be back to see him. Thank you very much for your time. (laughs) And... (laughs) So I went back to my GPs and they said, you know what, if anybody can get rid of a disease, it's going to be you. And we truly believe that you no longer have this and we're not going to keep asking you about it either. So, yeah, I have felt great and have not had an incident in 2020. (laughs) We're doing well. Wonderful. So that was 2006. You know, the words that you would have been probably in your 30s, late 20s. Then? No, I was 
Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> but I was about 45 years old, I believe. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, the reason that I wanted to bring up the age point was I wanted to say that sometimes we, with exercise, think that only the, the young, like the people in their 20s and younger can really use physical strength to overcome illness. But how wonderful to know. Um, I mean, I, I really didn't know that you were 45 then. How wonderful to know that in your mid 40s, when all those messages out there are telling us the opposite about our bodies, that they're turning against us and so on, that you used your body and mind to heal yourself. Yes, it was great. And the words that really stood out to me that you said was, I truly believed. Yes, that makes believing is half the battle in itself, regardless of the work in the exercise process, etc. I found that I've managed to overcome another diagnosis, which I almost allowed it to take me over. And my husband sort of gave me, you know, give your head a shake, feel um, words. So it was um, 2009 when I was turning 50. And I had been having a little bit of back issues. And so eventually, with the wait list, the doctor finally got me in to see a, a CT for a CT scan, diagnosed me with um, degenerative disc disease that he didn't know how much longer I would have to be able to walk. And so I was in the process of practicing and, and training for a marathon, a half marathon. So I was going to do a 21K run for my 50th birthday. And lo and behold, I get this diagnosis and it almost stopped me in my tracks. And I got home and told my husband what a horrible thing this was that he had told me and that I was not allowed to do any more impact sport and running was off the table. And so my husband just said to me, well, um, you've never listened before to the doctor. Why would you start with this? Like of all things, why would you start with this? And so I thought, yeah, give your head a shake, start believing this isn't true and get out there and run and you'll be fine. And so I have, and I was, so I did the marathon and did my 21K and I'm still walking and I am not confined to any wheelchairs, canes or walkers. So, <laughs> so wonderful. You know what I think is really great about what you're sharing? To me, it's just so incredibly responsible because you didn't just say, nope, I'm going to heal myself. I'm going to, this is how this is going to work. I'm going to use my positive thinking and then ignore the doctors. But instead, through the whole process, you were being responsible to your health in terms of having the tests done, going to the appointments and so on and so on. But still truly believing in yourself and your power. It's like you had the best of both worlds there. I often think of the expression, God helps those who help themselves. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so I believe the universe helps those who help themselves. Creator helps those who help themselves. And um, you're just such a wonderful example of that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So can you give us some examples? For example, when you're having back problems, what would have been some of the affirmations that you would have been using? And, and what did that look like for you? Like, did you do them every day? Uh, was it something you wrote down? How did that work out for you? I think it was more a thought process that, um, and and during the time I'm, I was running, I, of course, was thinking, okay, this is not a problem. This is great. I'm going to adjust by walk, running more on the shoulder. So it was just words to myself, not formal affirmations so much, but they were definitely thoughts of positive thoughts, yeah. positive thoughts that the running was good for me, that it was healthy for me, not that 
I'm not going to be crippled. I never had the I don't or I won't. I had more Mm -hmm. of a, a firm standing that exercise is going to make me feel better. Running is going to be fine. I will be okay. And I did mention to my doctor, I said, I'm going to, I still have to do my run. And he did say to me, all right, well, I'm expecting you won't be paralyzed by the end of that run. I'm hopeful for you. And I just looked at him and I said, why would you say something so mean? And he said, well, you need to know this is serious. So I did do the run and I'm so grateful because I have three doctors and all three of them, they share a practice, are very supportive in positive thinking and motivation. So it's never been presented as a, a defiance to their, their medical diagnosis and that our mental health is so important besides our physical health, and it can help us with overcoming our physical health if we can get our mental state in the correct zone. That is pure gold, what you just said. That is absolutely pure gold. And what an inspiration you are, you know, to talk about the mental strength that goes along with the physical strength and having a healthcare team. I think so often we can be tempted to be uh, victims of uh, a diagnosis. And what will happen sometimes is that, well, first of all, let me just say most 50 year old women, myself included, if we were training for a half marathon and somebody told us that we couldn't do it, um, that would be a great excuse to quit. (laughs) Complete validation, Um, But I want to say to people who are listening, you know, to really be an advocate for your own health, you know, of course, listen to your doctors and consider all the different things. But when we are a willing participant and advocate for ourselves in our healthcare plan and form this healthcare team that shares values with you as well, like Donna has done, created this team of three doctors that are positive and uplifting to her and support her lifestyle and her choices, then I think that, you know, that just empowers us so much going forward for living the life that we want to live, that we don't need to be a victim. We don't need to hand our power over to somebody else. We don't need to be a victim. We can find a team that we can work with that supports There's so many naturopaths now, chiropractors and so on, who are really into the mind-body connection and understand the value of it and the importance of treating the whole person. So that was so inspirational, Donna. Thank you so much. What a great example you are. I would love to know what's in the queue for you. What have you got going on that people can get excited about and contact you for? I'm planning on hosting some Zoom workshops. One online, yes, mainly because we still aren't sure when we're going to meet in person. That will be in the background as well. So ordering from the Cosmic Kitchen, I just really have a love for that process and that analogy. So I would like to do a workshop on that, as well as the magic of believing in yourself, because I feel that's also very inspiring and a great plan for for, uh, wonderful so those will be launched in january in january yes okay so for details on that people can contact you at doic.donna at gmail.com the spelling for that will be in the show notes and on your facebook page as well i'm sure you would love to meet people there harmonized soul uh both of those courses ordering from the cosmic kitchen and the magic of believing yourself they remind me of some things that louise talked about concepts that she introduced in her book the powers within you 
And I have a quote that I would love to share from that book. And it reminds me so much of your experience and how you have just taught us so much through your strength, your practices, your consistency. So the quote from the book by Louise is, a tragedy can turn out to be our greatest good if we approach it in ways from which we can grow. You are such a great example of that. You know, instead of jumping into that awfulizing or catastrophizing when a tragedy does occur, I mean, of course, with whatever it is, there is that process of grieving and accepting whatever that loss is, whether it's, you know, a loss of life or a loss of a job or a marriage dissolving or a health diagnosis, but then knowing that we can flip it and that we can use it as a growth tool. And that is exactly what you have done. And I'm so glad that it led you down the path to becoming a Heal Your Life teacher and coach. Now, I know you're fired up about coaching for starting now and into the new year on helping people really get in touch with what's in store for them, what they want to create in 2021. Yes, I am also going to be doing uh, getting that advertising out and uh, encouraging people to help plan their their 2021 and set their goals and their positive mindsets for the year. That is absolutely wonderful and so needed. And uh, 2021 is going to be another amazing year of growth. And I'm so excited that you are available to help people through that. So thanks again for being on the show, Donna. It is always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, I look forward to watching how 2021 unfolds for you as well and what's in store for you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.